welcome back, everyone, to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, July the 12th. I am your host. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host and younger brother, Daniel. That's right. Welcome, everyone, to our Journey into Mystery, which just happens to be the episode title for this episode of Loki, episode five. Yes, it is also directed by Kate Heron and written by Tom Kaufman. And uh, just a quick recap of what happened previously, previously on Loki. <laughs> Uh, Loki died. Uh, Mo- uh, Mobius died, and the Timekeepers won. End yeah. of end, end of season, and the end of story. Their heads are still attached to their bodies, and they're very much <laughs> aliens. I guess they're not. They're not humans. <laughs> Lizard people. <laughs> uh, nope, they're not dead because they're pushed into the void. Right. Uh, Loki, at least, is meeting a couple of his duplicates of his variant versions of himself. Um, the void, it looks like this wreckage, apocalypse, overgrown disaster of a place. It's just where all the garbage of other timelines end up. Everything that has been pruned and, and reset ends up in the void. And the void is like time after time. <laughs> time after time. <laughs> what? Uh, it's like, like while the time, this is how Renslayer tries to explain it, which is, I, I don't know if I'm getting it right, but okay. this is how I interpret it, it, is, uh, the void is like time, the sacred timeline is still being written and the void is like beyond that. And, and like, it's like almost like a limbo because it's not part of the sacred timeline. It's like being pushed further as the time is being written. So it's just constantly being dumped on. <laughs> Which it's like, it, yeah, it's like a cosmic dump. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a car in a way, right? Like they just toss the garbage <laughs> yeah. over there. It's just, yeah. just time dump, not space dump. Uh-huh. You got to escape through the devil's anus yeah. <laughs> into the void. Uh, but they have like a bigger problems on their plate. They have like Eliath, which is this gigantic gas yes. cloud monster from the TV show Lost. Yes, right. and it is there to destroy anything living. So anything that's gotten pruned or or sent to the void, they die from Eliath. Right, right. It says like it eats matter, just like anything. I guess is the idea. Right. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. When I first saw it, I was like. This is the most like fantastical thing I've seen in Marvel. Like, really? it's a weird cloud dragon. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does not give me the Galactus vibes from the Fantastic Four movies. So good. that's good. I mean, it is a big cloud monster, but it's got a scary face, so it's opposing enough. It almost looks like the dragon from the beginning of Thor Ragnarok, the big like oh. fire dragon that Surtur had. Yeah, kind of similar but, face, right? Because it's like a fire yeah. shooting out of its eyes in a way. Okay. Yeah. So that's what's happening in the void. Back in the TVA, uh, Sylvie has like gotten the upper hand on Renslayer, mm-hmm. and she's using her to like figure out, you know, where's Loki? Is he dead? Who's really in charge of the TVA? How are we gonna take them down? But she still can't really trust Renslayer. No, uh, Renslayer is talking to Miss Minutes to look into the archives of the the founding of the TVA. It's the beginning of time as we know it. And uh, Miss Miss is doing that little like swipe thing, looking through the files and everything. But uh, <laughs> it really just seems like Renslayer is buying time, talking about this whole void spaceship we can use to fly yeah. over there. Honestly, like I think this is pretty good because even I believed her. Like, oh, cool, they're gonna get a spaceship to go to the void. That to- makes total sense, <laughs> and I'm I can't wait to see this. So even I was fooled. Uh, until uh, the TVA guards like bust in and it was like a trap that they're setting the whole time. Right. Whole sham. Sylvie gets surrounded by those Minutemen and she's cornered. 
Um, her last uh, option is to take one of the temp pads and she prunes herself, right? And gets sent out to the void. Right. Meanwhile, titular Loki. Okay. What do we call this guy? Because he's not even like Loki Prime because Loki Prime dies in Endgame. So this is like not even the real Loki almost, right? Right. The Loki we've been following around. I mean, Loki. TV, this is like streaming Loki. <laughs> Uh, Loki Plus. <laughs> Loki Plus has now met up with Classic Loki, Kid Loki, uh, Alligator Loki, and Boastful Loki. And they're like, I guess like his Lokis always survive, right? Yeah. So they've made their way to survive in this hellscape of the void. And they survive in like this bowling alley. <laughs> that they bowling alley like their home. bunker type of deal. Yeah. And it's funny because like they're all Lokis, but they don't get along with each other really. Yeah, they all have their own little quirks or whatever. They all kind of seem also like hopeless in a way. They're like, just survive, don't antagonize yeah. a life just to hide away in a way they are the god of outcasts yeah um we also learn a lot of pretty cool like this, the void is just like a plethora of easter eggs um but we learned uh when they're going down into the, the bunker like there's this like padding shot that's going down and we see like a milnor buried in there with a throg inside like a glass case yeah thor frog i guess he's like jumping around yeah. stuck there uh, probably a, a joke played on it by the the Loki's probably kid Loki. I don't know alligator Loki. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, there's so many Easter eggs in this in this void. But streaming Loki Loki Plus says like, have you guys ever met a female Loki, a woman version? Because she's not like us. Right. He feels so like uh, inspired by female Loki by Sylvie. It's saying like she doesn't want to rule the TVA. She wants to overthrow it, right? Uh, right. Really inspired by her. But then we get a like kind of a vibe of the other ones. I think the most to note is uh, classic Loki and how he's kind of like he got pushed away when he did this projection that um, fooled even Thanos, and then he just right. hid away in isolation alone for so long. Um, but uh, when as soon as he went back to talk to his brother, he gets caught by the TVA. It's kind of really a sad moment for him. Yeah, and I think he's like my favorite. Yeah, me too. Specifically for the costume, classic Loki looks dope. Um, but he is like the most of the like the survivors. He's grown old, where the, everyone else is young, especially kid Loki. Um, but yeah, Loki Plus is like I'm gonna do it myself. Then if you guys don't want to help me, and as he's leaving the bunker, he proves me right, <laughs> and we see like the president Loki or whatever. Whatever, yeah. like, uh, like he's uh, running for Congress or something, <laughs> and he's with a bunch of other like henchmen Lokis. Yeah, are those supposed to be Lokis or just other random people that were pruned? Because they don't look like Tom Hiddleston. I guess the others don't yeah. either. There was one character that they showed in episode two, I think. Remember in episode two, they're showing like a bunch of Loki variants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of them was one of those henchmen guys. Okay, one of the henchmen. So it makes me believe like maybe they're all Lokis, but maybe just not as good or as cool. <laughs> not as close to Tom Hiddleston. Forgettable Lokis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I can believe that then. Okay, I wasn't sure. But they're led there because they've been betrayed by boastful Loki. Yeah, he he's promised the army of President Loki. And then President Loki betrays him. And then uh, President Loki's army betrays President Loki. And it's just like... <laughs> Loki Plus is like, oh, this is what it's like to hang out with me. Like... <laughs> That's why I know they're all Lokis because they betrayed the, the okay. leader one. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense now. Uh, meanwhile, we catch up with Sylvie, who's just now arrived in the void. I think she wakes up in like uh, a bus or something. Yeah, school bus. She crawls out 
And she crawls out like Eliath is already like approaching. Ready to stomp on her, right? Uh, but as she's just trying to jump out of there, she enchants it a bit or something, like tries to use her powers and visions jump into her head. Right. We see like almost like this castle building that's like glowing but um she doesn't know what it is it's, it's like a bunch of quick flashes and all of a sudden this car is like veering towards her just honking the horn and it almost reminds me of like harry potter oh yeah i can believe that like hogwarts straight up right all that magic and then i was also thinking like man who's in this car i totally forget that <laughs> owen wilson is still in this show mobius m wilson he like opens the door he's like get in we gotta go and it's like a pizza delivery car too like it has like the pizza thing on top and they barely escape Aliyah. Uh going on in that Loki mayhem uh, we see classic Loki shoot out a projection just to escape so he kid Loki crocodile Loki and Loki plus can escape and uh, get out of there and they're all just kind of like arguing to themselves like Loki suck like they're just like reflecting on themselves <laughs> like we always do this betray each other betray everyone they meet up with Mobius and Sylvie and they come up with this plan now to like confront Aliyah and get past him to see who's really in control of the TVA because they believe whoever's controlling the TVA is like living beyond the even beyond the void beyond right? void yeah like like Eliath is just like guarding that that castle so that's their game plan as they kind of uh take a breather in a moment there is a moment where Loki and Sylvie are kind of like snuggled up together uh, and then Loki conjures up this blanket to warm them up and it's a sweet moment still weird right <laughs> Uh, yeah, he wants to get it on with himself. <laughs> um, the yeah, classic Loki and Kid Loki and Alligator Loki, there. Yeah. it's almost like they don't believe that they can even do this, defeat Eliath, right? They've been around here for a long time, um, but they do want to help. Uh, Kid Loki gives Loki Plus like this yellow dagger, which I thought was pretty cool. Like It looks a little longer and stronger than the regular daggers that he uses. Maybe made out of gold or something, something valuable. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. And he has to wear like a, like a little back holder thing that he has now yeah it's like a it's like a gun holster or something that he wears around his <laughs> his shoulder so the plan is for loki plus to distract Eliath long enough for sylvie to enchant him yes uh we do see a parting moment between mobius and the two lokis and you know mobius is like all right i'm just gonna go back to tva he's in the temp pad and burn it to the ground yes and find my jet ski yeah finally <laughs> what if he doesn't do any of that he just goes to like <laughs> <laughs> 1990s goes on a jet ski you know has, has a time of his life the next scene reminds me a lot of Jurassic Park oh, okay yeah the T-Rex yeah when Jeff Goldblum tries to distract the T-Rex with a flare it's exactly what Loki's doing now with the dagger it like catches on fire like it erupts and he is like waving it around trying to distract Eliath yeah kind of like a air traffic controller he's like trying to <laughs> pull Eliath away from Sylvie long enough for her to enchant it uh, but ultimately it doesn't happen because Eliath goes running towards Sylvie, right? So game over, right? Nope. Classic Loki is there to save the day. He is apparently the strongest of all of them because he's lived the longest and he's best at doing like these illusions and he's so strong that he can recreate all of Asgard. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> right in front of him. It, it, this scene was really cool. Like, it, I love his acting here, um, Richard E. Grant. I know like he's like a real actor. A veteran. But he's dressed in like a <laughs> silly costume pretending to do magic in front of a green screen probably. I think so. But it's the most believable thing in the show. <laughs> 
It's a ridiculous costume. I think it, he's wearing that because like he's magic. He's a magic user only, pretty much. So I think he doesn't need yeah. armor. I think is the idea. Um, he creates Asgard, and it it looks like really cool. Like he really did rebuild it from scratch. I love how it looks like it's like magically growing from nothing. Right. Alliance tries to bite at it, but it keeps regrowing. Uh, and this is all just a distraction again to pull him away while Sylvie and Loki decide to work together. They're like hand in hand trying to do that whole enchantment power. But Loki's even like, I don't know how to do this. And she's like, uh, yeah, you can because you're Loki. We can all do this. The script said so. Yeah, right. This is the deus ex machina. It's going to save us. So they do it. <laughs> uh, they like grab at little strands of the monster and they're able to enchant it. And Eliathus's face, I guess disappears it's still like a uh, gas cloud there though and like emerging from the clouds is that giant like castle citadel whatever it is mm-hmm. with like the glowing red ceiling uh yellow ceiling and the two lokis sylvie and loki plus like look at each other and then they just walk towards it and then that's the cut end of the episode yeah uh believe it or not we have more questions like what the hell we still don't know exactly who it is that is behind the TVA, but uh, more of an indication, I think, is probably King of the Conqueror, right? I mean, you've been saying this whole time. I think you're probably right. I mean, I have some doubts because, uh, like, millions of people watch the movies, yeah. but not everybody watches the shows. So would you debut uh, your next big villain on a show, and when people go watch the movie, they won't know where he came from or whatever? You think that's going to happen? Or... Or do you think enough people watch the movie or the show that they can do that now? I think they can. And they're kind of forcing the fans' hands that they have to subscribe to Disney+. And I think it's probably a good business move for them. I think um, if you're not subscribed already, then you're probably not a true Marvel fan. You don't care that much. So you're like, you probably go into every Marvel movie confused already if you don't know. That's probably true, yeah. (laughs) If If you watch every Marvel movie, you're probably a Disney Plus subscriber. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking, you know. Uh, so I think they could do King the Conqueror here, and I mean, Alive apparently is a character connected or a monster connected to King the Conqueror and Ravona Renslayer. Right, yeah, in the comics. If it's not Kang and it's anyone else, would you be disappointed? Uh, I think I'll be kind of impressed. I think it would be kind of cool if they, there are all these indications that it's this one character and it's totally someone else, got everyone else fooled. Uh, maybe it's yeah someone I don't even know about yet that'd be kind of cool because then it's just a chance to introduce more characters uh, people are saying maybe it's another Ravana Renslayer that's the one in charge of everything right a variant of her could be the one orchestrating it all and that's why this uh, Ravana is okay lying to all the Minutemen and you know everyone's face because she has tied to herself inside the castle you know oh you, you think she knows that one of her is really in charge and she's going to be safe there is just more indication that she knows something's going on because again she's tied to Kang but I could see just her being the whole orchestrator too in a way I would be a little disappointed if it was just another Loki yeah mm. which I think some people People have said it's probably just another Loki, and um, there are some clips in the trailers released previously of a Loki that we haven't seen yet in the show, and it's like King Loki, like he's actually like one and he's in charge. But like, uh, if it's that, I would be pretty disappointed. Um, I I want it to be Kang, but also I have a feeling like he he is too big of a character just to reveal in a show. But the fact that they already announced a while ago that it's going to be played by Jonathan Majors in the movies 
is it makes me believe like okay yeah there's a strong possibility he's in the show i think it could be him i'm wondering maybe this is a variant of kang like uh oh jeez th- there's a variant <laughs> of everybody like what if there's like a different copy of him it's like how you can defeat a villain where there's so many of them, right? And they're all working together of different dimensions. Uh, that could be a little bit of a plus one on top of Thanos. You know, there's just so many of them. I mean, technically, we got two Thanoses, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, they both <laughs> lost, though, in the end. Yeah. Um, overall, I think this is the best episode so far. Um, the fact that they just had so many Easter eggs, like that's the stuff that I really enjoy. So like, uh, I literally like laughed out loud when they showed the Thanos copter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like writing a whole story in my head. Like, why is there a Thanos copter? Is did he? Is he like actually the Tony Stark of his universe? And he like has like a <laughs> military organization or something. <laughs> There's that. Um, there's a lot of things. If you look online, you'll see what people have noticed. Like the Avengers Tower that is like falling over. Um, it actually doesn't say Avengers on yeah. there. It says like Kang, I think. Yeah. Um, and then there's like all these like statues. Like I think there's the Living Tribunal statue. Like it's like falling over there too. So you can see that. Oh, pretty cool. Okay. I, did, I didn't notice that one. Um, they mentioned the Yellow Jacket gigantic helmet. So. Oh, yeah. Um, is that just the whatever cross guy? His helmet or is it maybe the yellow jacket helmet of a uh, hank pym at a certain timeline that'd be kind of interesting that would yeah i wish hank pym was of age <laughs> i think they i think they did a smart move of not making him the hero because of his baggage i think they didn't want to put that in a fun marvel movie you know yeah <sighs> yeah hank pym created ultron so let's give him his due okay it's not tony stark <laughs> you think he wants that he wants that on his resume <laughs> Uh, it's still impressive. He's a very strong robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying. He's a really smart guy. He's The way he's portrayed already, he's really smart. There's also, if we ever do yeah. like retro adventures, that'd be kind of cool if you see him. That would be kind of cool. Uh, what if they did that? What if? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there's only one episode left of Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has such high stakes. Like, uh, it's gonna be hard for them to meet my expectations. But if any show is gonna do it, I think it's this show. I think uh, WandaVision uh, met all my expectations. That show was great. Falcon Winter Soldier maybe fell a little bit short for the finale, mm-hmm. but like a lot of the stuff in that show was great too. Like the big reveal of costume and and all like the former Black Captain America stuff. So I expect Loki to end with a bang too. Yeah, I thought this episode had a lot of fan service, which I was enjoying. But I want to see a good conclusion. And honestly, I want to see more buildup for when we return to the TV show and other Marvel movies now that they're returned to the theaters. Do you think we see Loki plus in the movies ever again? Or is he kind of like, is his own thing? Is just, he's in the show now. I'm thinking he might die off in the next episode. And the next season will center around Sylvie because mm. she needs to find some more glorious purpose for herself, you know? Yeah. And uh, be really weird if they actually become a couple, you know. <laughs> so I think one of them has to die off. It's just still weird. Oh. What if the person in charge of the TVA is their kid? Oh my god, so weird. He's older and from the future. <laughs> and he's he's created the TVA to make sure that he exists. <laughs> I feel like that's been ha- this happened before. That's been done. <laughs> Uh, well, we have one more episode. Guys, make sure you tune in next week. We'll be talking all about the finale and uh, where we think Loki could go in the future. We know there's going to be a season two. 
but what that's going to be like it could be totally different we don't know we'll have to see how the series ends and um yeah you won't want to miss it yeah for sure thanks for joining us on this journey into adventure for loki um we'll be back on wednesday with a brand new episode of the reader copy podcast where we'll be talking about a new comic book but until then daniel can you please hit him with the outro roar that's a that's a buy in in a crocodile loki okay it's alligator okay well we don't know that he's a very <laughs> <laughs> all right see you guys bye